ten cents said dick dropping his box and sinking upon his knees on the sidewalk flourishing his brush with the air of one skilled in his profession ten cents isn't that a little steep well you know tain't all clear profit said dick who had already set to work there's the blacking cost something and i have to get a new brush pretty often and you have a large rent too said the gentleman quizzically with a glance at a large hole in dick's coat yes sir said dick always ready to joke i have to pay such a big rent for my mansion up on fifth avenue that i can't afford to take less than ten cents a shine i'll give you a bully shine sir be quick about it for i'm in a hurry so your house is on fifth avenue is it it isn't anywhere else said dick and dick spoke the truth there what tailor do you patronize asked the gentleman surveying dick's attire would you like to go to the same one asked dick shrewdly well no it strikes me that he didn't give you a very good fit this coat once belonged to general washington said dick comically he wore it all through the revolution and it got torn some because he fit so hard when he died he told his widder to give it to some smart young feller that hadn't got none of his own so she gave it to me but if you'd like it sir to remember general washington by i'll let you have it reasonable thank you but i wouldn't want to deprive you of it and did your pants come from general washington too no they was a gift from louis napoleon louis had outgrown em and sent em to me he's bigger than me and that's why they don't fit it seems you have distinguished friends now my lad i suppose you'd like your money i shouldn't have any objection said dick i believe said the gentleman examining his pocketbook i haven't got anything short of twenty-five cents have you got any change not a cent said dick all my money's invested in the erie railroad that's unfortunate shall i get the money changed sir i can't wait i've got to meet an appointment immediately i'll hand you twenty-five cents and you can leave the change at my office any time during the day all right sir where is it number one twenty five fulton street shall you remember yes sir what name grayson office on second floor all right sir i'll bring it i wonder whether the little scamp will prove honest said mr grayson to himself as he walked away if he does i'll give him my custom regularly if he don't as is most likely i shan't mind the loss of fifteen cents mr grayson didn't understand dick our ragged hero wasn't a model boy in all respects. I'm afraid he swore sometimes, and now and then he played tricks upon unsophisticated boys from the country, or gave a wrong direction to honest old gentlemen unused to the city. A clergyman in search of the Cooper Institute he once directed to the tomb's prison, and following him unobserved was highly delighted when the unsuspicious stranger walked up the front steps of the great stone building on Center Street and tried to obtain admission. I guess he wouldn't want to stay long if he did get in, thought Ragged Dick, hitching up his pants. Leastways I shouldn't. They're so precious glad to see you that they won't let you go, but board you gratuitous and never send in no bills. Another of Dick's faults was his extravagance. Being always wide awake and ready for business, he earned enough to have supported him comfortably and respectably. There were not a few young clerks who employed Dick from time to time in his professional capacity, who scarcely earned as much as he, greatly as their style and dress exceeded his. 
But Dick was careless of his earnings. Where they went he could hardly have told himself. However much he managed to earn during the day, all was generally spent before morning. He was fond of going to the old Bowery Theater and to Tony Pastor's, and if he had any money left afterwards, he would invite some of his friends in somewhere to have an oyster stew. So it seldom happened that he commenced the day with a penny. Then I am sorry to add that Dick had formed the habit of smoking. This cost him considerable, for Dick was rather fastidious about his cigars and wouldn't smoke the cheapest. Besides, having a liberal nature, he was generally ready to treat his companions. But of course the expense was the smallest objection. No boy of fourteen can smoke without being affected injuriously. Men are frequently injured by smoking, and boys always. But large numbers of the newsboys...